Hello, hello. Thanks for checking out the podcast. My name is Jason Bay, but you can call me J Bay, and you're listening to Blissful Prospecting. So this is a podcast for sales reps and sales teams who love landing big meetings with prospects, but hate it when they get an objection and they're not quite sure how to answer it. And you might freeze up or fumble around a little bit and you know, maybe even end up losing the opportunity because of that. So if that's something you relate with, you're definitely listening to the right podcast. So let's get into it. Uh, today we're talking uh, and this is a part of a series that I'm doing called, uh, you know, it's called the skills series. I know not super creative, but I figured it'd be pretty obvious <laughs> what it is. And um, today we're talking about objection handling. So specifically how to like deflate objections. So I think one of the big things with objections is when we try to go on like rebuttals or try to handle them. If you picture like a balloon, for example, oftentimes what uh, what, what we do when we use a rebuttal is if you picture a balloon that's like really inflated and it's really stretched out is like, we're doing the equivalent of like popping that balloon and like adding a lot of force and air to it versus like deflating it versus like letting the air out. So maybe untying the balloon or cutting a little hole in it to kind of deflate and let the pressure out. So the goal is not to add more pressure and to make it confrontational when we objection handle and pop the balloon because it's going to piss the person off, what we want to do is really kind of deflate that balloon. So how can we take a little bit of air out so there's not so much pressure and we can have a dialogue? So with objections, there's a couple frameworks that I want to share with you today that will hopefully help you look at this a little bit differently so that it's not confrontational and feels good not only for you, but for the prospect as well. So the first framework is what I want to talk about um, it's called the objection rebuttal infinity loop. So if you picture like an infinity loop, which um, if you don't know what an infinity loops, loop looks like, because because I didn't until I looked it up, <laughs> it's essentially like if you take an eight and you uh, make it sideways. So if it's a sideways eight and you picture a loop here, what I want you to visualize is this loop on the upper left of that loop. What starts there is the objection. So prospect gives you an objection and they might say something like this, um, like on a cold call, they might say, oh yeah, I, I don't have time. So if you go down that loop, so now we're looking at the bottom right of the loop. So on the left side of this loop, we have the prospect and on the right side, we have you in this case. So if we go down that loop, how does that make us feel? When we get an objection, how does it make us feel as a rep? And it might make us feel bad. It might make us frustrated, whatever it might be. But really what it comes down to is it, it makes you feel misunderstood, right? When someone says, I don't have time right now, oftentimes what we're thinking is, well, dude, we only need 15 or 30 seconds to tell you why we're calling. Like, can't you see that it doesn't take that much time? Like everyone has that much time. Or someone might say not interested. And we feel misunderstood because we're like, dude, I didn't even get a chance to tell you why I'm calling. Like, how could you be not be interested? So if we go back up that loop, so again, if we start at the upper left of the loop, we get the objection on the prospect side. We go down the loop to the bottom right. So now we're on our side and we circle back up to the upper right part of the loop. Oftentimes what people do is they give a rebuttal. So they might say something like this. Um, hey, I totally get you don't have time right now, but this will only take 30 seconds. And then we start talking about hey, a lot of people I talked to said that they were not interested, but when they heard this, they became really interested and wanted to, to meet to discover more. Like we say some cheesy thing like that that's like super logical with the person. 
And if we go down the loop again, so if we take that rebuttal in the upper right, we go down the loop to the bottom left of that infinity loop, how does that make the prospect feel? That makes them feel misunderstood too, because they're like, dude, like, can't you see that I have better things going on and I don't want to talk to you right now? And it goes in this never ending it loop where it's objection, you feel misunderstood, rebuttal, they feel misunderstood. And it becomes this like, prospects like, I'm right, dude. And you're like, no, actually, like, you know, I'm right. There is a better way to do this. Or, hey, you're not using the best solution. And we get stuck in this loop. The way that we can break that loop is through empathy. So if we can meet them where they're at and try to talk to how we think they feel or what might be on their mind, we can get out of this objection, rebuttal, infinity loop. So let's talk about how to do that. So the framework that we can use, so I got another framework for you, is EVO. So I call it the EVO Objection Handling Framework. EVO is an acronym. It stands for Empathize, Validate, Offer. So the first two pieces we need to do together before we do the third part. So the way that people typically handle objections is they go to the offer piece first. They start with the O. They immediately ask the prospect for what they want. So another meeting, a chance to explain further, um, a chance to dig in, a chance to talk about like the competitor uh, competing solution that you're using. And we actually need to reverse the order. We need to empathize and validate first because that's going to do two things. That's going to disarm the person uh, because it's going to show that we're listening. And it's also going to help give you a better understanding of where they're coming from. So let's, let's use not interested as an example. And I know that you might say not interested. Well, that's not technically an objection. It's a stall or a reason, whatever it is. Like if you get a not interested on a cold call, like right at the top of the cold call, let's think about why the prospect is saying that so that we can empathize with them. So a lot of times a prospect is saying not interested because they might be right in the middle of something, right? They might have a lot of stuff going on and maybe they thought you were someone else. So they decided to pick up the phone because it could have been someone internally that needed something from them. It could have been a vendor of theirs, could be a, a client of theirs, potentially depending on who you're calling. So a lot of times it's like, hey, I'm right in the middle of something. I'm super busy. I might've accidentally picked up the phone, um, whatever reason it might be. So we need to like actually address that. So if prospects like, hey, not interested, the immediate thing we can do to empathize with them is say something like, hey, sounds like I caught you in the middle of something. Hey, sounds like you might be in the middle of something. All right. So we're going to talk to the fact that they're probably in the middle of something. Most people don't like taking cold calls and like you might have even picked it up accidentally kind of thing. The thing that we can do to validate. So validate is as essentially telling them that it's okay that they don't want to talk right now. Like it's totally okay. It has such a big disarming effect because like imagine like if you wanted to go hang out with someone you know, a friend, let's say, and you were like really super excited to hang out with them. Um, and you're like trying to make plans and you're like, Hey, I want to go to the park. Um, like let's bring our dogs. And they're like, well, no, I don't, I don't really want to do that. Now, if you were just like confrontational, I said, well, Hey, like, you know, I really want to do this. It would mean like, just like talk about what you want. Like how likely is that other person to like change their mind versus them being like, um, Hey, I totally understand. Like I'm, Sounds like you might have had something else in mind, um, like which is totally okay. So I'm going to validate, like, hey, you might have something else in mind, or, or, or hey, I know it's a lot of work to like you know, get, get the dogs out and like bring it out, and like it sounds like you might have had something else on your mind, which is which is cool. 
and like giving them a chance to talk, like you're so much more likely to like get what you want in that situation by just meeting them where they're at and empathizing with them a little bit, but more importantly, validating the fact that they don't want to and like letting them feel like it's okay that they don't want to talk or don't want to hang out in this case. So I'm going to empathize and validate. So again, that sounds like this. So someone says not interested. Hey, no problem. Sounds like I might've caught you in the middle of something, which if that's the case, I totally get why now might not be the best time to talk. Then I can go into this offer piece. So with the offer, um, there's kind of different elements to this. But if we do this at the beginning of the cold call, it's pretty straightforward. So if the person cuts you off and you don't even get a chance to explain why you're calling, like you're going to do that permission-based ask again. So, um, hey, so if we go through the process again, empathize, validate, and then offer, hey, totally understand. Sounds like I might have caught you in the middle of something. And you know, if that's the case, I totally get why now might not be the best time to call offer. Um, but hey, would it hurt if I took 30 seconds to tell you why I'm calling? And then you could just let me know if it's something that's like just completely not relevant with what you're working on right now. Is that is that cool? And usually people will give you a chance there, right? So that's how we can handle these like shallow objections, like not interested. Um, hey, you caught me in the middle of something. Hey, sounds like you got a lot on your plate. And if that's the case, I'm sure the last thing you want would want to do is take a, like a random cold call from someone uh, they could potentially be wasting your time. Uh, but hey, what about this? Um, would it hurt if I took 30 seconds to just tell you why I'm calling? And then and you can let me know if you feel like this is something that's just not even relevant um, for you if, or if you're too busy for it. Um, does that sound fair? Cool. And then you can go into the reason for your call. So there's a more complex way of handling different objections using this framework. Um, the most common one that I'll go through is, you know, hey, we have another like vendor that we're using. Like we're already using an agency. We're already using, we already have an insurance provider. Um, we already have a tool that helps with this. So we're going to go through that same framework here. So if someone's like, hey, we're already taken care of. So there's a couple things that you can do. Um, so like to empathize and validate, like we really want to dig in and try to get a better understanding of where they're coming from, but we need to disarm them at the same time. So you could do what Chris Voss like has a really popularized, you know, technique he calls mirroring, um, which he did not come up with mirroring, but it's, again, it's something he's really popularized. Um, so you could say some, so if someone's like, Hey, you know, actually we're already taken care of. Uh, so a way we could respond to that is, and you want to respond with genuine curiosity so that it doesn't sound like you're interrogating them. So if prospects like, Hey, we're already taken care of, you can be like, Oh, you're already taken care of. And if we say it in that tone where like, we're really trying to lean in and like get them talking, they might be like, oh yeah, yeah, we're already doing this. We have an accountant that we're happy with working with. Oh, you already have an accountant. Yeah, they're doing this, this, and this. So we can kind of like mirror a little bit. That's a technique that works pretty well. And then a way that we can validate is, well, hey, you know, I'm sure that what you're probably thinking is, you know, why would I want to spend time talking to uh, you know, me about a solution that you already have taken care of, which is totally understandable. I'm going to validate the fact that, Hey, like, why would I want to talk to someone when I'm already taken care of? And then I can go into the offer piece. Um, and I like to use this phrasing. Um, this might be a long shot. So I say, Hey, you know, this might be a long shot, but, um, the reason I was reaching out is we're working with a lot of other companies like yours and one of the things that we're finding is like just some like clever ways that people can get meetings through their cold calls, uh, ways they can personalize their emails and really just get better response rates. And it sounds like you're already working with a trainer, but, and like I said, this might be a long shot, 
Uh, would it hurt if we spent some time just kind of talking through some of those things? And if nothing else, you'll get some good ideas um, to take back and like use with your existing training company. Boom. And then we might be able to go into that. So another variation of that might be, um, hey, you know, this might be a long shot because I know you're already using a video tool A. But one of the things that, you know, I oftentimes hear is that with the people that use those tools, they really like these features. And one of the things they, you know, get kind of frustrated with sometimes is these. And like I said, this might be a long shot, but are, are, would it hurt to like share maybe like your experience? Like, are you open to sharing like what you like and don't like maybe about it? Cool. And you can get them to, to dig in that way too and talking about what they like and what they don't like. By the way, if you go to g2.com, if you're selling software, that's a really great place to like look up your competitors' positive and negative reviews so you can get an idea of like what people like and what they don't like about the competing products. So that's the Evo Objection Handling Framework. So the big thing to understand there again is that I need to empathize and validate the prospects so I can meet them on their level and I can disarm and then also get a better understanding. So I, I need to be like genuinely curious if someone's like already taking care of something, like what they're doing. And then I can go into the offer piece. So that's the framework. Uh, thanks for tuning in. That's that's all I got for the episode today. If you are a big fan of these skills series that I've been doing on these last couple podcasts, uh, I have a quick favor to ask and would really help grow the show. Um, if you could leave a, and a review on iTunes, that would be great. Like, let me know exactly what you think. Uh, short, honest review takes like two minutes. The uh, link to the podcast is blissfulprospecting.com slash iTunes. That'll get you straight there. And you can leave a review on iTunes, scroll down to the bottom, leave a short review, or you can do that straight from your phone. If you're using the podcast app, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. It would help us grow the show so I can continue doing this type of stuff for you. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a good rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.